Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello, everyone. First, let me make sure I'm on. On. Um, I want to make sure my uh, thing is on. Testing, testing. Yeah, I'm on. Just want to make sure. Um, hold on. I'm just trying to see. Oh, okay. I am. I'm on. I'm sorry. Every time I try to. Cut this zoom on. Um, <laughs> it tells me I'm muted. Uh, me and this technology. Anyway, <clears throat> I had a word. This is Eve here. You know it is Eve. I had a word for somebody. And I had this word all day. And I didn't think I was going to be able to deliver this word. But I feel like I'm. I'm able to deliver it because so many things was happening to me today. I had this word early this morning and I'm telling you, it was spilling out of me. So I said, oh, I got to deliver this word. Now, every once in a while, you will hear me give uh, somebody a word. It can be on my heart. The most high is gave me this word to deliver. So whoever's listening, whoever needs this word, every once in a while, I will do a word and I if I did a whole bunch of these in 2022, but whenever I get that um, feeling from the most high prompting me to give this word, I shall give a word. So here's the word. And with this word, I'm going to be admonishing hearts because I love you. And remember, somebody got to take their time to pay attention to you and give you some encouraging words or some critique or something that's going to make you better. I don't want people to turn around and say, oh, somebody's always trying to criticize me and this and that. Sometimes it's for your betterment. Sometimes it is. But here's the word. There are people um, out there. You may know somebody out there. It may be me, you. You may thinking, you may be thinking that you want what somebody else has. Okay. Be it a situation, life, you want their life, you want their situation, their face, their body, their hair, their job, their money, etc. Okay, you may be struggling with that. Envy, a little bit of jealousy, whatever it is, you might be struggling inside with that. I say, or the Most High is telling me to tell you, to cultivate your own stuff, okay? Cultivate yourself. You have the potential to do some great things. You just have to do the work. Many times we are complacent. We are, as human beings. Sometimes we just don't feel like doing stuff. Now, we want a lot of stuff, but we don't want to do what it takes to get it. Or you might look at somebody's stuff and you may think, I, I, this person ain't nothing. She's not better than me or he's not better than me. I'm sure I could get whatever it is that he has. She or he couldn't have done much to get whatever they have. People are always coveting other people's stuff. You already know that's against the law of the most high. When you covet and you're jealous and you want somebody else's stuff and you're envious of somebody else, you have no idea what they did to get there. I mean, I used to work in a place that 
all people did was envied other people's stuff. That's what they did. And they talked about it all the time. Like I said, you have the ability to do great things. And some people are complacent and they shouldn't be, especially when you're covered in other people's things or their lifestyle or their face or their hair or their body. Yeah, this is what we do. Lusting and coveting other people's things. That's against the law. And like I said, I'm going to admonish you, but I'm, I'm doing it because I want you to be better. This is the word the most high gave me. So a lot of times we're complacent and even lazy. Mm -hmm. Where your priorities are, that's where your contentment and even your happiness lies. Where your priorities are is where your contentment and your, happy, your happiness will lie. Meaning, what do you consider a priority? Like I said, some people may cover other people's stuff. But what are your priorities? You may not have the same priorities this person has. You may not be as driven as this person is, or you may not um, have even thought about them being driven to get whatever it is that they have. So you have to um, look, at the, look within yourself and understand what your priorities are. Some people's priorities are not as focused as other people's. Some people don't have the same goals as other people do. You got to think about that too. The first thing we do is look at somebody else's stuff or look at them or look at their lifestyle or whatever it is, and we start coveting it or we'll start being jealous of it or we'll start um, being envious of it. Even if you're a friend of somebody or an in-law of somebody or a family member, biologically, to somebody, you can covet and even secretly in your heart hate them for that. Yeah, you can. And if if you don't believe me, then you better go to um, the Bible and see how Joseph's brothers treated him, the 12 sons of Yaku. Um, a lot of them, not all of the brothers, was jealous of Joseph. I would say about eight or nine and nine, ten. About seven or eight of them was jealous of Joseph. And his name is Joseph, not Joseph. But I'm just saying for those who forgot or don't know that there wasn't no J's five and a half plus years ago. Anyway, so um, they were jealous of Joseph, but uh, not because of what the Bible says. It's more of what the book of Yeshia says. Um, there was particular things that um, the brothers didn't like about Yosef and they the, they blamed everything on Yosef when it really wasn't everything um some things was their father but they took um they took the anger and the feelings from their father and they put it on their brother okay yeah he was a big mouth you don't see that in the in the regular bible but in the book of Yeshua yes he was going back and telling his father's stuff and they didn't like that and it may not even have been true, but they didn't like it so much so that they wanted to kill him. Now, this is their brother, their biological sibling they wanted to kill. So this is what I'm saying to you. You don't have to go out and covet nobody's stuff. You don't have to be angry at nobody. You don't have to hate people. You don't have to be envious of people, but people do. They want everything everybody else has. And this is a problem. It's a, it's a problem. So much so that it was put on my heart from the most high to um, deliver this message. Now you have to ask yourself, what are my priorities? Okay? That's what you need to start asking yourself when you start um, coveting other people's stuff and, and being jealous and envious of other people. You really have to look inside yourself. And on the flip side, people are lost in selfishness and they're self-centered. And they're just focused on themselves. That's what some people are. And they think to hell with everybody else. And these people may not even be successful in what they are doing. They could just be uh, miserable and trying to figure it out or just stuck in a rut or a loop of misery. And this is why other people uh, covered up people's stuff because you're so self-centered in your whatever you're doing and it's really not nothing. Then somebody else comes along and they look like they got their stuff together. They look good. Okay. They could be real handsome. They could be real pretty. They never did nothing to you. 
They got a great career, you believe. They got a little bit of money or they showing you by the things that they have. And all of, all of a sudden you getting in your feelings when you should be looking at yourself and saying, maybe I need to change myself. Okay? So people are doing all of these things and they don't even know it. In this case, we need to do some serious soul searching. We only get one life, people. We only get one life. We don't have the luxury of being complacent. Okay? Nor do we have the luxury of lusting over other people's lives and lusting over their things and their lifestyles, etc. We must look inside of our inner selves into our souls and ask that little life light that's inside of this fleshly body what it desires. Stop looking at everybody else because when you point your fingers at everybody else and start and mess with other people that you shouldn't be, three fingers are pointing back at you. You can't be mad at somebody when your life is crap. You can't be mad at somebody else because everybody's in control of their own lives. That's what you need to understand. Okay? So when you're looking in your own self to find out what you really desire, really be honest yourself with yourself and find out what you really desire in your life, what way you want your life to go and what you want it to look like. Then you go to the most high and you plead your case. Go boldly to the throne and tell the most high what you want because you may not know how to get it or you may not know how to where to start because things are serious. Life is serious. Everyone on this earth has a purpose. Whether your parents told you this, whether your best friend, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your grandmother, your grandfather, somebody who loves you, your teacher, somebody who loves and supports you and cares about what you think and what you feel, somebody had to have told you this somewhere along the way, whether you listen to it or not, okay? Like I said, everyone on this earth has a purpose. Yes, because the most high is the great potter. And he made everything for a purpose. Whether you know your purpose or not, you need to start doing some soul searching, especially if you don't know what your purpose is. Even when you do have a purpose, because um, things are always changing. Situations are always changing. We can't control nothing but ourselves. So that's what we need to keep in the forefront of our minds. So like I said, remember, Yah is the greatest potter. And every masterpiece of his has a purpose. In his house, no matter how it's made or what it's made for, to sit around doing nothing, wallowing in pity with the tiny violins flumming back and forth, lusting over other people's things, they items, their lives, or chasing money, we must stop and self-actualize. Now, I'm going to tell you this. In psychology, like I said, my area of expertise is people. My area of expertise is mental health. My area of expertise is um, mental and social structures for humans, meaning I'm a mental health provider, okay? That's important because mental health is everything, okay? And like I said, in mental health and in psychology, self-actualization is something that's um, psychologists say that people don't achieve, but I don't believe that because we spiritual beings. If you're just a fleshly being and anything could just sway you away like the cat, like I said, sometimes we act like cats. I love my cat. Lord knows I love my cat. And I did say Lord, not the most high, but I love my cat. Love her to death. And I love animals, but like I said, like my cat, she could be doing whatever. And I come near with that string or her favorite toy that has a string on it. And I don't care what she's doing. She's going to run over there to that string and she's going to play with that string. I distracted her with a tiny string. So in order for you to self-actualize, you got to be focused on yourself humbly. And um, scientifically, I would say psychologically, um, a psycho psychosocial situations and um, psychologically um, people believe that we just fleshly beings but spiritually 
you are a product of the greatest designer ever. Are you able to self-actualize? Yes. First, you have to understand what it is, and then you have to ask the most high to help you do it. I do not believe only a handful of people in the whole wide world can self-actualize. And that's what people believe. A lot of theorists and a lot of um, in psychology, they say people can't self-actualize, but I believe we can. Once we get to the point of really knowing who we are and who we belong to, this is one of the things that we do. Because like I said, the most high is the greatest creator. He made you for a purpose. And if your father, who's the greatest creator, the potter, is making something that's like him, then yes, you'll be able to do that. So like I said, we have to stop and self-actualize, meaning look at yourself, look at your life. Seriously, look at yourself and look at your life humbly, okay? Realistically, because some people could look at themselves and their stuff is out of order so much. It is deteriorating, it's out of order, it's dysfunctional. And they look at themselves and they go, I'm all right. When the whole world around them could be crumbling. You need to know where you are in your life realistically. And what I mean by that is, depending upon your age, depending upon um, your um, emotional state, your financial state, you need to know where you are really, okay? Do you like where you are in terms of your age? Do you like, and I mean, how's your life going in regards to your age? If you're 18, 20, whatever, don't let everybody in the world tell you you should be doing X, Y, and Z. Everything takes time, so you got to be realistic about that. You really have, have to understand if you're young, what you want to do at, um, in your life. You got to set goals. You got to learn to um, stick to and adhere to the rules and um, regulations of the goal that you're trying to set. If you are someone that's grown, do you like your life? Are your kids in a good place where you are in your family? Are you a single mother? Are you with a spouse? Are you a single father? Are you with a spouse? Do you have the job that you always wanted? This is what I'm talking about. Look at yourself realistically. Don't um, sit your, put your situation up against nobody else's. Just look at yourself. This is what we do all the time. Always trying to measure ourselves up against other people. Don't do that. Because why you doing that? All that time you doing, doing that, being jealous of somebody and envious, you could be doing your own stuff. This is what I mean about really self-actualizing. Look at yourself. Where's your life going? Where is it right now? Okay, where are you in your life? Do you like what you're doing? Like I said, do you enjoy your job or career? Do you? Are you fulfilled? Is your relationship, whatever relationship you have, any interpersonal relationship you have, is it a good one? Is it healthy? Okay, Husbands, wives, and other interpersonal relationships, extended family members, kids, your village, whoever. Based on these questions that you should be asking yourself, whatever you answer, you need to be asking yourself these questions. Whatever you answer and whatever answer you come up with, this is where you start to develop the courage to change whatever situation that you're in that you do not like. Okay? Whatever way you need to do it in order to live a more productive, happy, and um, contentful, comfortable, safe, and quiet life. Yes, you do. Stop being jealous of everybody else. There's a lot of people out here. They'll smile on your face and they talk about you like a dog. They talk about you so much, you everything but the child of the most high. And then they turn around and smile on your face. It's a lot of that going on. So much so that people who are supposed to be your friends is killing you, drugging you up, stabbing you, beating you up, doing all kinds of stuff to you. Oh my goodness, because they're jealous of you. This is what I mean. You need to, you, people's always looking at everybody else's grass that's green on um, the other side, but they didn't tend to their own grass, 
They didn't weed out their own grass. They didn't fertilize their grass. They didn't do nothing. They didn't cover it with the blood of Yahshua. They didn't do nothing. They're just too busy looking at everybody else's stuff. You cannot keep fooling yourself. You're not going to fool the most high. You could smile and fool other people. You could fool yourself by not really giving yourself a chance to bloom and blossom like a beautiful rose. If you want to, you'll be dying miserable. Back to what I was saying. Remember, we only get one life. We should not have to look back on our lives with regret about the things that we should have done, that we could have done, or wanted to do in our lives. We need, um, like I said, we need to take some inventory of our lives. We really do. We are uh, the most highest creation. We have the power to change our minds at any time. Anytime we can change our minds. If you run it, if you run it like a hamster in a hamster wheel, guess what? When that hamster don't want to run no more, what does the hamster do? Stop and get off. But human beings, no, they just keep running. They'll complain, they'll cuss, they'll go off, but they still keep running on that wheel. So like I said, the most high gives us the power to choose. Mm -hmm. We could choose anything we want at any time. And that's how easy it is. And that's how hard it is too. Because people make it hard. As easy it is. It is. It is easy. As easy as it is, people make it real hard. It's just as easy as, like I said, that hamster stopping what he's doing about running on that wheel and just getting off. Okay? So like I said, we have the power to change our minds at any time. And that means that, like I said, anytime we could change the trajectory of the course of our lives. But something better. It's just that simple. If you are in a miserable space in your life, change it. If you're unhappy with your job, change it. If your kids are unruly and you don't like the way that they are and the way that they've been acting in your house, if you feel like someone else is more than you in any way like I said that jealousy that envy if you feel like they better than you more than you that's your feeling that's not theirs they didn't come here flashing nothing in your face they didn't do nothing in your face they didn't make you feel anyway nobody can make you feel anyway I don't care what they present to you Nobody can make you feel anyway because you could change your mind and go, okay, that's nice for them. It's even in the scriptures. Nobody can make you feel no way. It's even in the scriptures. The most high said, don't envy other people. So I don't care if they Jeff Bezos. Don't envy nobody else's stuff. That's what the most high says. And I'm not going to give no scriptures now. I just have this word for the most high. It was sitting on my chest all night and early this morning. It was sitting there. And I said to myself, what am I going to do to get this off? Because I was very busy today running outside my house, just running. I had things to do when I woke up this morning. And guess what? Like I said, I got papers and, and um, my booklets and everything where I got to write stuff down. Last night, I could barely sleep. I had this on my heart and I was not getting up to write it down. In the middle of the night, I've been getting up and writing stuff down. I did not want to get up. I was so tired. I did not want to get up and write it down. I didn't. But this morning, it started flowing at me, really. And I had to write this stuff down. So I said, somebody needs a word. Yeah, because this wasn't nothing but a word. It wasn't a lesson. It was a word. And I'm hoping that whoever needs this word will have the strength to put it on their heart and let it flourish in them. Like I said, somebody has to pay attention to you to give you a critique or to admonish you, if they didn't love you in any way, they'll let you wallow in the dirt or let you drown in the sea. This is a lifesaver. Somebody got to pay attention to you. I'm paying attention to you. The Most High has given me this word and I'm delivering it. Somebody needs this word. And I hope that you take this word and you look within yourself and you write down whatever it is that you want in your life. You can have anything you want. You can have anything you want. I'm talking to the children of Israel, especially. 
especially. You can have anything you want. The most I told you this, our forefathers this in the beginning. But we never listened. As a nation, we never listened. You see everybody else you know getting everything they want. Why can't you get what yours? Back to what I was saying. If you feel like someone else is more than you in any way, you need to change you. So you can stop being envious and having the stinking thinking. That means negative thinking. Stop having that negative thinking. That's the devil. I already told you the devil's always talking in our ears, but whether we, um, it takes us to listen to it or ignore it. If we ignore it, it's nothing but white noise. Okay. Just like background noise that you ain't paying attention to. When you start listening to it, and this is an apocrypha of um, Abraham, I have to keep uh, quoting these scriptures, honey, because life is uh, physical and spiritual wrapped up together. It is because you're a physical being with the, the spirit is inside this physical being on this physical plane. You have to understand that. Okay. You think you live in a fleshly life, but you are a spiritual being having a um, carnal experience that's going to expire when your time is up. And while the most high gives you that certain time, 50 years, 60 years, 30 years, 20 years, whatever he gives you, you better make the most of that time. You got to be real serious with yourself and stop looking everywhere else. We serve an awesome Yah. I don't use that word with nobody else. Let me tell you something. The most high has to be your anchor. Okay? There's no word that I will use for the most high that I will use with anybody else or anything else. I'm trying not to get emotional. He is so special. And he's so holy. And I'm not even going to go through the whole thing. The same stuff that everybody else says to me and my life. He's everything. I know what I've been through in my life. I know. And I know I haven't had uh, a perfect life. It was a lot of bumps in the road. And I don't know why I'm getting emotional, but talking about the most high is everything to me. Everything. And like I said, now I could put this on pause, but I want my raw emotion to come out and let you know that anything that you set your mind to, you could do. And I know it just sounds like words, but it's the truth. I'm a living testimony. If I ever told you what I've been through in my life, you will look at me and say, if she could do it, I could do it. Honestly, if I told you everything, if she could do it, I can do it. And you can, you have to focus on you, okay? So like I said, the most high is awesome, okay? And we are made in his image. We can do anything. I don't care what the world says, especially the children of Israel. I don't care what the world says. We can do anything. So you need to tell yourself that. You can tell yourself that you can do anything. And there is no limit to what you can do. Nothing. Anything you could think of, you could do it. If you're focused, if you're goal-oriented and driven, and even getting help from other people, you can do it. You cannot stay complacent because you can't look at other people and 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 covet what they have. You could get the same thing or even more. You can. So like I was saying, <clears throat> fear is not an option. You get one life. And in this one life, you get a chance after chance after chance after chance to do anything you want. Correct anything you want, be anything you want, 
the sky is the limit. Now, if by chance you did everything you could to, um, to achieve whatever it is that you're going to achieve in a particular area, whatever it is, and you don't get to do whatever it is that your heart desires. And I'm telling you, even if you have like a passion to do it and you did everything you could to be whatever it was and it doesn't happen, then don't think it is a failure because the most high knows more than we do what area we should be in. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to give you an example. I already told you every time I say something, I'm going to give you a little bit of information about me. I'm not going to give you all my testimony, but I shouldn't even be here. That's number one. So many times it was a chance for me to not be alive. And it's not from something of my own. Even when I was a kid, even my husband, the most high needed us to be here for some. Like I said, there was something that I always wanted to do. I knew what I wanted to be when I was a kid. But like I said, I wanted to be a whole bunch of stuff. And I said this on another lesson in regards to being successful. And it was one particular thing I really wanted to do. And I mean, I really wanted to do. It was up there with what I'm doing now. And believe it or not, I did have a passion for doing this. But there was one thing I really, really wanted to do. And I did everything to be there. And I was close. But I didn't get there. And it wounded me for a long time. And I mean, a long time. And I kept asking the most high, why can't I have this? Why can't I have this? What is wrong with me that I can't have this? I see everybody else with it. People that are less talented, people that shouldn't even be there. Why can't I have it? And I said this for years. And I did everything. Like I said, everything to be there. Now, I was almost there, but I didn't get it. And now, fast forward, I'm seeing that the area I wanted to go into is not a good area. Even though my passion was to be there, it wasn't an area that I was supposed to be in. As a matter of fact, it's a wicked area. It's very wicked. So the most high cared enough about me not to let me be there. Anything could have happened to me. And now that I am more, um, uh, well, I'm a minister now, but I, back then I wasn't. But like I said, now that I understand how I'm more spiritual and I understand how the most high, well, I don't understand how the most high works because nobody does, but how he's working in my life. I see the area I wanted to be in and I see myself and that's not where I was supposed to go. It's something that I wanted and that's not where the most high wanted me to be. So if you feel like you want something in particular and you worked hard and did everything and you saying, why did not, uh, why am I not in this area? I did everything that I was supposed to do and I'm not. Then you wasn't supposed to be there by the most high. Sometimes things happen behind the scenes that you're not supposed to be in that area. Anything can happen to you there. Anything wicked that the most high don't want you to be there. And that's why I don't want you to feel like it's you're a failure because you wasn't there and you didn't get what you want. It wasn't, it's not that. The most high is always um, working behind the scenes for your betterment. Even if you don't want better for yourself, he does. Because he is the potter and he knows exactly where his clay is supposed to be. And you could be as good as you say you are. Because a lot of people say, oh, I'm a good person. All that. I don't believe a good bed like that. It's righteous and unrighteous. But anyway, you could feel like you a good person. You did everything right and all that. But the most high don't want you to be there. So don't feel like you a failure because you didn't achieve what you wanted to achieve. Maybe the most high has something higher for you. Because he knows your heart. The most high knows your heart. And a lot of times, the things that we want is not good for us. So that's what I wanted to say about that. Um, the Most High is directing you. And the thing that you want may not be for you, like I said. And if that, that is the case, um, do something else. We should realistically not pull all our, put all our eggs in one basket. That means in the things that we want to do. Um, 
I'm glad that when I grew up, I had a mother that was attentive. I had someone who um, was open to all my aspirations and all my dreams, and she cultivated it, and she assisted me in trying to do the research and trying out everything. That's what my mother did. My mother was so important in my life and um, very active in my life. She was like my best friend. And not as a disrespectful um, best friend. Like some some people have their mother as their best friend and it's like a friendship, a real friendship, but that's not how it was. I am... Um, I respected my mother. I loved my mother. And I cherished our relationship as mother and daughter. When I was young and when every child is young, not every child because every situation is not the same, but typically when a child is young, their parent or their mother or whoever raised them and and um, loved them, they right on the level as the um, most high. And to me, when I was young, I cherished my mother and she was up there like that. But when I um, got older and we, I got to know her as a, a woman, not just a mother, because knowing somebody as a mother, you putting them way up here on a pedestal, like they was never human. And that's what happens when your mother or your father or somebody you love treated you wonderfully and didn't abuse you and all of that you know what I'm saying so when when I started to learn who my mother was as a woman I gave her more respect because it, when you start knowing your parent as a human being you understand that they can't do everything they could only do um, what's best and that's in their power to do sometimes they can't give you what you need, but they do the best that they can for who they are. And that humanizes your parent. And for me, understanding that, I loved her even more. Cause I said all the things that we went through as uh, a family, and we did go through a lot as a family. Um, wow. I don't think many people could have walked in her shoes and still um, dealt with the things that she had to deal with. So that's what I'm telling you. When somebody loves you enough and they do everything for you, they're going to they're gonna tell you about life and they're going to be real with you. Don't put all your eggs in one basket because that's not realistic to say, oh yeah, you're going to be a doctor. And a lot of people do this. I'm going to give you an example. Oh yeah, you're going to be a doctor. You ain't going to be nothing else but a doctor. And then the, uh, the kid turns around, the kid's miserable. First of all, he's um, he or she is just thinking about what their parents are saying or parent, their parents' aspiration that they probably want to be a doctor and wasn't. But they pushing this kid to be a doctor and the kid doesn't want to be a doctor. The parent don't want to hear nothing about nothing about nothing else, nothing about what the kid wants to do. Doesn't cultivate the kids' aspirations and their um their um dreams about being something else this is why we have dreams this is why we have these aspirations because the most high opens us up for the things that we should be doing we have to learn to try all of these things to find out what area we're going in the most high knows where we're gonna go but when a parent is pushing stuff on you you're gonna be miserable you have to learn what you want and your parent is supposed to cultivate that. But a lot of times that's not what they're doing. Either they being selfish inside themselves and don't care nothing about what you're doing or what your uh, what your aspirations are or what you are. If they just uh, feed, they believe that if they just feeding you and you right next to them living in the same house that they're raising you and they're not. And that's a whole different conversation that I may have one day about families. This is why so many dysfunction. But I'm going to stay on a straight hour. Like I said, somebody knowledgeable will tell you that you cannot put all your eggs, meaning all your aspirations on one thing. Now that, ha that happens sometimes. A lot of times people get burnt out. They find out it's not realistic. They found out that's not what they ever wanted. And they turn around and do something else. Wasting time and money and emotion. That's what they wasting. Chasing money. They waste their time money for going to school and doing it and emotion 
and their focus. Their parents telling them, oh, yeah, you're going to be a doctor. Then they go to school for doctor uh, to be a doctor, go to school for eight years, 12 years, if you're doing a specialty. And then they come out and do it for a couple of years and they're miserable as I don't know what. No parent, I would say no focused parent, no loving parent, no parent who cares about their kid really would ever tell their kid that. I don't believe. Now, you could think whatever you want to. But people should be individuals and you should not hinder a child or a young person from what they want to do. They may not, they may be a late bloomer. They may not know what they want to do until later on. And then when they find out what they really want to do, they're going to be excellent in that area. So that's why you have to learn to be able to uh, work with kids. Don't push them into doing stuff. But anyway, I say, because kids grow up to be adults and then they'll be miserable. Then they'll be looking at everybody else's life. So we must have a um, some serious thought on plans for ourselves and our children. My mother always told me to have a plan A, B, C, and D, and possibly E. Yeah. So that's why when I tell you I want to do everything, yes. When I want to do X, Y, Z, A, B, C, my mother allowed me to do it. So this way, I know what I'm good at. I know what I like. I know what I'm going to tolerate. I know what makes me happy. And I know what doesn't make me happy. And that's a part of growing up. Allowing your parent or whoever it is, because I'm, I'm talking to the grown people too. Your parent probably did that to you. Or they probably ignored you and left you to your own devices. You just don't know what people's situation that I already told you. I'm giving a word to whoever's listening because somebody needs this word. You got to be realistic with yourself. Don't put all your aspirational eggs in one basket. You got to have a plan A, B, C, D, and a possible E. Because if A don't work out, like I said, you may want some and then focus on doing it and get all the way up to the ladder and almost on the top step, step and don't get it because the most high don't want you there. And I'm telling you, you could tell us the most high because you did everything. Everything you were supposed to, you got the resources to get you there, everything, and it don't work out. Because the most high don't want you there. That's why. People get mad, pissed off. They get upset, angry, depressed. You don't need to. The most high is talking to you and showing you. Now, if he's talking to you and you ain't listening, then he gonna show you. Because the most high can show you better than he can say, um, say it. Trust and believe. If you did not go in that area and you did everything you could, your resources help, try to help you and everything else, and you're not there, the most high didn't want you there. Because the most high, who's moving the most high? Nobody. He gets the last say in everything. So like I said, have different plans. This is for the young people. For the older people who's not happy in themselves, then you got to do some serious soul searching and change whatever it is. Because like I said, we are we can change our minds at any time. A wise, prudent person who is reasonable within themselves would do this because life is uncertain and things happen. As well as people change. They may not want to do whatever they've been doing for 566,000 years. And you know I'm being facetious. They may not want to do that for 20 years or 30 years. They may turn around and go, what am I doing? I don't even like doing this. I made my money. I did whatever. I took care of my kids. I, um, I paid for everything I need to. This house is paid for. Everything I need, all the kids is gone. I don't want to do this anymore. And that's how people are. They may want to change their mind. Some people just sit there and go, well, I don't know how to do nothing else. I'm too old for this and that, which is a lie. You're lying to yourself. I, When I graduated from graduate school, there was a lady that was in her 80s. She must have been 75 or 80, something like that, that was graduating with us in graduate school. She had already did everything she wanted to do. And she turned around and said, I want to go into mental health. And she graduated with the rest of the graduating class. That would, could have been, you know, young enough to be her grandkids. She walked across that stage with their graduate degree. Mm-hmm. But like I said, so um, with that, we must become productive and proactive and not reactive, okay? Uh, with ourselves and the direction of our lives, remember, you have to live the life you create for yourself. Okay, so everything you do must be thought out with care because you're special. You're a special person. I'm sure a lot of people don't tell you that. 
A lot of people don't go and tell you that they appreciate you, that they love you, that you're a special person, you're creative. I'm sure people, the average person have not been brought up um, with that in mind. Mm -hmm. Because their parents was either too preoccupied in La La Land or just didn't care. Yeah. Like I said, um, you got to think about the things that you want because you're special and your time matters. Keep that in mind because people, um, they do things to hurt people emotionally, ignore them, do all kinds of stuff and don't cultivate them when they're young. They don't, don't give them positive feedback. They don't develop their, um, their, um, emotional selves, they don't um, reiterate, excuse me, to love yourself and that you are, you matter. You are enough. A lot of people don't tell their kids that because they, they didn't even have that. Mm -hmm. And these are the things that we need to turn around and think about if you're a young person and an older person too. Because the older person probably didn't get that, um, so they can't give it to their, their kids. And that's sad and unfortunate. And like I said, fortunately, I had somebody who gave me that. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful that I received that. So I'm trying to give it to everybody else. I know a lot of people don't get that. A lot of people are not in touch with their own feelings. A lot of people are complacent. A lot of people... I feel like they can't control their situations when you can. They probably just don't know how. Like I said, people don't do things um, with serious thought. You really need to really self-reflect. Okay, and this is the average person. And when it fails or falls apart, they cry and blame other people for their stuff. Their miscalculation, their misgivings, their um, misguidance. That's what they blame it. Their faults, their complacency. Or the fact that they didn't um, hold up their end of the bargain. You must not be afraid of correction. Failure, which is not really failure. Or adversity. These are stepping stones and they're not written in stone. So I hope that whoever I had to deliver this message to, it probably was for me too, because <laughs> I broke down in the middle of the message. But when I think about where I've been, and sometimes we as people have to sit and think about where we've been and how we got to where we are. If we sat there and we thought about that, we would say to ourselves, we are strong people. Who can walk in our shoes? Really, who can walk in our shoes? The things that we, we've been through and the things that we've seen and the things that we've endured. As human beings, we endure a lot of things. This is why the Most High gives us a spirit of Teflon. He said you could do these things. And if you couldn't, you wouldn't be here. He said he would never give you something that you could not handle. He says this in the scriptures. So whoever I'm talking to out there, I hope that every once in a while you start self-reflecting and come to know that you are strong. You are enough. You're smart. You're capable and you can be focused. Stop looking at other people and look at you. Stop covering other people's stuff and look at what you have. I don't care what it is. Stop doing that and look at you. While you're looking at other people's stuff, you're taking the time from you. I guarantee you you would gather the strength, the ability, and the self-love to be able to do what you want if you stop looking at everybody else. So that's the word I want to deliver. 
Thank you for listening. I hope that whoever needed this message gets it. And I hope it covers them and makes them feel secure. Um, I'm not going to say any um, scriptures because like I said, this is a word. And I hope that this word not only admonishes you, but makes you feel better. And lets you know that, like I said, you enough. You are enough. You have to believe you're enough. And you can do anything you want. I don't care what it is. Don't let nobody tell you you can't do it. I don't care how old you are. I already told you. Somebody that was 75 or how old was she? 70 or 75. She was in her 70s. Walked across that stage and got that graduate degree with us. And I graduated a long time ago. Okay? When did I graduate? A long time. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I hope that this message comforts you. I know I keep saying it, but I hope it does. And always think about this message when you feel like you can't do it. So with that, I'm done. And until next time. Hi, trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. to hear the word of truth of the most high but you know what's better hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content you can also save a life by sharing this valuable content go ahead save a life today thanks